he wasn't like he was picking on me, but he wasn't a bully. It was he, he wasn't was, a bully. It was you, he'll cuss out Scotty. No, hell no. He, he wasn't talking to Scotty like he was talking to Scott Perel. But he was on his back though. What up, y'all? Go talk 409 Sports Podcast here with a new episode. We going, we doing a year-end review on the Last Dash documentary. So this time last year, uh, NBA had just shut down. Uh, NFL draft was canceled. Ba- basically, any sporting event was canceled. It was the first time that uh, most people of our generation were going without sports. Uh, what basically since March. So fast forward in April. They rushed production and finished the greatest sports documentary of all time, The Last Dance. The Last Dance, man. So doing a one-year recap on some of the favorite moments of it, you know, who we think came out looking bad, good. So where do you want to start? Best episode? Yeah, we could go best episode. What was the best episode to you? I think it might be the beginning showing... Whatever episode, I think it was episode two, was showing his transition from uh, winning the championship and then coming to the Bulls when it was a traveling cocaine circus and <laughs> nobody, you know, nobody's really like he's the only one who was really taking it seriously. Can before. I can I ask you something real quick? How do you feel about that? Like, I mean, don't you know what I'm saying? How do you feel about him saying that? Like. Throwing those guys under the bus. Some of those guys married and got kids. But they don't want people know when they was in the traveling cocaine circuit. But here's the later. thing. Here's the thing. I thought that at first, but I was like, you name one player off the 86, like 84 <laughs> goal. Like nobody. Okay. It wasn't like there's nobody on there that you can be like, oh, I remember Mitch Richmond or no. I, I know. I feel I, that. Don't get me wrong. It's embarrassing. Hopefully they, yeah. they overcome their problems since <laughs> the 80s. But <laughs> Okay. All right. But okay. I don't want to be, I would be embarrassed too if I was on that team and then. Thirty years later, the student was telling how I was doing lines in the in the hotel room. Right, right. That's that's what. I but was even doing. beyond that, I mean, it's nobody's name that he was actually mentioned or anything like that. So, right. But he went into a situation that was just, I mean, the bottom of the barrel, and it. I'm kind of I'm kind of like the opposite, bro. I don't like I don't care for the first. Like three episodes. No. I like when it really start getting ramped up, like four or five, six. Mm-hmm. For but, me, because mainly but, uh, seeing the first three championships, because those are ones I don't remember. I was too young. Right, but I said that's when like that was an episode like four or five and six. I I didn't really care about the North Carolina years too much. I didn't really care about the young stuff too much. I didn't really care about the traveling cocaine. No, service. another thing from that was seeing how he was talking when he was at North Carolina. All his interviews, like that was that dude was like a country bumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. So just to see like that you could actually transition from this, you know, kid from the country going to the big city of Chicago, and he really did, you know, like become a man, grew right. up, he got bigger. Right. Um, another thing was like seeing all the Jordans, like. Actually, the in game playing when they first came out, right, right, especially the ones, man. Yeah, that was the one. Uh, I like seeing him with him and his kid was dribbling with the 13s on, right? Yeah, that was dope. That, that was, was cool. Dope. But, um, to answer your question, my favorite episode was episode 10. It was just seeing the, the last shot, yeah. uh, which I've seen a million times, but seeing that whole that whole game, how Scotty was coming in and out with his back, yeah. seeing him just saying, like, he's got to get one more possession, one more stop on the bench. I just, it was awesome. Another, Epic music, everything. Another one was the uh, 
flu game. Right, which was right. actually now Jordan is saying is um, food poisoning. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Man, man, just seeing like, even I mean, because everybody knows the story, but to see in detail, like he was really, I mean, gasping for air, still put up a performance, going through it. And then Jerry Sloan at the end game was like, "Oh, he was sick." <laughs> right, <laughs> he tried to play tried, him. He got thirty plus points, and he was sick. Yeah, he tried to get over on him, but. Uh, I remember vividly, bro, watching that game with my dad live, bro. Mm. That was crazy. So, from from the whole documentary, who do you think came out looking the worst? Like their their uh, their record, their personality, their whole career took a hit. I only have one who came out bad. I think MJ kind of did, but I the only reason I would say Kraus did is because he couldn't rebuttal. Like if Cross yeah. if Cross was like, well, I I felt I had to blow up the team because such and such such and such. Like he didn't even have that type of shots. That's true. That's the only reason why. But I think it also made Cross look good too because you actually saw him make those trades. You saw him build that team, and he did turn him into a championship ball club with yeah. his personality. You did get to see more of what he actually did with like the trades, like you said, signing. But man, nobody liked him. Like, <laughs> right. You know, right. Like, you can do your job great, but if you displace yourself and distance yourself from everybody it, I don't think he was right for blowing that team up because just like you mentioned before Scotty's coming in and out of that last game Jordan's he's not on his last legs but <laughs> it was it was going to be time to blow it up but nobody's going to want you to blow up a team that just won three in a row for the second time it just doesn't it don't make sense you yeah. want them to kind of like fall on the sword it's like a boxing champ you want them to get to lose in the game not be stripped of a title. Yeah, no, nah, that made him look horrible. I ain't go front. Like you said, you, you, winners keep playing, man. Yeah. You go up to the park, you get next. Hey. <laughs> and if you lose, your ass is off the court. Champions keep playing. Let them defend their crown. You're right. That was horrible. And the fact that he didn't even give him a fight chance. I don't care if you go 82 and 0, he blowing it up. Yeah, that, 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 yeah that, that type of rhetoric make you look horrible. So. Yeah. And then that sits on the coach and the players for the whole year. They got to play through that. Right, so, right, but right. I thought the opposite on Jordan. I thought he came out looking it was like he was humanized. Like I think the, I think the treating, I think the treatment of the teammates and I don't have a problem with it, by the way. Mm-hmm. We, we discussed that off camera. Uh, the t- treatment of the teammates and the fact that like why are you why are you even throwing Scotty Pippen like what what does he have to do with this like what Which part? why are you throwing him under the bus though like the whole meltdown against the Knicks like you weren't even playing with the Bulls this is a documentary about you yeah <laughs> I, I, I just I mean I think he was looking at everything from what he would have done cause just like the whole injury and he said Scotty should have rehabbed during the summer but Man, that whole contract situation with him was so. That's what I'm like, saying. It's kind of you like, can't even see his view because you were getting, you were getting paid adequately. Like he still deserved more. Like he, no matter what, he's gonna outplay the contract. But no, I gotta say, Mike, Mike through the whole thing. He came out looking more human. I mean, he's cussing folks out. And it wasn't. He wasn't like he was picking on me, but he wasn't a bully. It was. He, he wasn't was, a bully. It was. You, he'll cuss out Scotty. No, hell no. He, he wasn't talking to Scotty like he was talking to Scott Perel. But he was on his back, though. No, not like that. No, he yeah. was riding them other boys. I like seeing that. I like seeing. <laughs> oh, I love. I seeing like seeing it. him with, with Larry Bird coming into the into the uh, the locker room after the game. He's like, 
Thanks, dog. Yes, baby. That, yes, baby. <laughs> had to bleep something. Thank you. That's the. That's like the realness of a friendship is when like I can I can cuss at you right because you know how yeah you get down like. and it's not like, <laughs> like that that for me it showed like a real human side of him it wasn't a Nike commercial it wasn't Gatorade it was him saying f you right. f this right right so that was that was the part where I was like okay this is a real dude but yeah he I think he came out looking even better only people I think came out looking bad was probably Jerry Cross Pippen a little bit but again. Why should even Pippen look bad? Because MJ was showing some stuff that probably should have been shown. Like, bro, what, what, I'm just saying, what does that have to do to the... What does him melting down against the Knicks have well, to do? It's part of the like, whole story like, of the season, What story? You were playing baseball. Talk about the Bears. <laughs> but, I mean, so he can't count it on his team? Like, if you leave a team, you're going to think, you know... I just felt it was kind of... Again, I don't really have a problem. I just think it would kind of make him look bad. Like, why are you throwing Pip under the bus? Like, what 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 does this have to do with anything? But again, I don't have a problem with it. I love it. Okay, okay. Um, was there anything you felt like they should have talked about more? Or? Mm-hmm. I wish um, hindsight 2020, but I wish we could have got more of hitting. Uh, Kobe relationship. That's true. That's true. That would have been nice to see. Cause, Cause, uh, this came out April of last year, so that was what two months removed from when Kobe died. Uh, so then, even seeing him in a documentary at all was like, no. Nah, even the director said like everything was filmed as it was. The only thing we added was to rip Kobe at the beginning. Like that mm-hmm. whole episode was already shot and done. Yeah. So, but that would have been nice to see more of that. I, I think they should have shown more about um, the loss to the Magic. Because I think in the whole Lexicon... I came back in the middle of the, 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 middle of the year. I wanted to change the to see. You see what happened next year. So, we don't need to delve into that. So, we're just going to sweep, sweep it under the rug. Like, this is the allure of Jordan. It's like, all we look at six for six, but when he loses... Damn, Waddell. Can you stop playing another sport, transform your body into basketball shape, come back at the end of the yeah. season with two weeks left, and then go in... To a series against a team that's about to go to the finals? Damn, I don't is care it, how the, great you are. You you go come back, bro. So if you're the greatest of all time, you can't. Damn, dub, that's hard. Hey, don't come back dub, in the middle. you're asking the Don't come back being. in the middle of the year if you're not coming back for championships. So that's a blemish on his record, but we'll get to that. that we'll get to that in another episode. It's not a blemish, but go ahead. But um, what about the whole Rodman situation? Man? Oh, I loved, I loved it. Rodzilla, I loved all of it. I loved uh, the whole Rodman thing. There's not one thing he did during that season that you could ever get away with now. Like, only ever. person, well, Kyrie did it. He left this thing when I was saying See, now here you go with Did this. he not? <laughs> oh, here, I'm, I'm not only, here you go with <laughs> Like, come on, so, man. So, I tell you, know why I did that? He has, yeah, issues, bro. Who, Kyrie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he is like a new age Rodman. Just do whatever he wants to no. do. No. Can't lose All the team right. I'm not about to get it. All right. But, okay. no, the whole Dennis Rodman situation was uh, unique. I mean, he could only fit there to be able to get away with that. Um, I mean, just like you said, to your point, just in that era, cause like you said. Yeah, you, you could never be on <laughs> Monday, night, Monday Night Nitro and <laughs> playing a, a playoff game and you saw the next night. <laughs> right. Yeah, Adam Silver ain't playing that. You just signed yeah. suspended, but. Again, yeah, just seeing um, another thing that shocked me. I mean, which I think I knew, but seeing how hard those Jazz Seawards were. 
because I'm of the f- opinion that I think a lot of his finals victories were teams that were inferior. I mean, not to take anything away from him, but I don't think the wow. Sonics team. Are you sure? Are you sure? You sure you don't want to roll this over to the next episode? because no, you're he's, taking a lot of shots. He's, still, he's, still, he's a six-time profit. champion. Like you can never take that away from. Him. I'm saying eleven-time champion. But go ahead. I'm saying when he was in his finals, the only ones where I feel like he thought I have a chance at losing this one are the Jazz ones. Like that is those two were the Stockton and Lone or who pushed him, I think, to the brink of like a loss. I think all the other ones were like he felt like I'm. That was a great Suns team. It was. That was a good. That was a great Suns. That Suns team had the best record in the league at the league MVP. Come on, man. How many games did they win? I don't know, but they won the most. It wasn't that Jazz team was just stacked, loaded. Like they had the the most legitimate shot to take them down. I felt like they were the only team who felt like they could beat them. They didn't look at Jordan as like this guy, like figure. They were just like, we about to come in here. We're gonna, we're gonna win. Yeah, I give you that. They won games in Chicago. Yeah, I give you that. So the crazy crowd and everything else that was never never won more than two of them things. So, but I give them that. You feel me? This is the goat, man. But yeah, the whole the whole documentary, top to bottom, which is like '90s nostalgia. Oh yeah, my man showing up in the uh, the, the matching button down sleeveless with the romper shorts. Man, listen, man, Dude, Jordan was a Kango king. <laughs> that boy was dressing like <laughs> just drip. Like, that boy was dressing like he weighed five hundred pounds, didn't he? Yeah, but he always pulled up in something nice. He had the Corvette. Man, he, I parked, always, he parked like an absolute. No, when he parked in the middle of that parking lot, I wonder was that Krause's car he blocked in. That's a good because <laughs> he did it low because he pulled up right behind the car. And Krause did have an office in the training facility. I just always thought that. Man, that's just gonna have to look that up. But yeah. no, it, the whole thing was just. I mean, I think it was one of the best documentaries of all time. But I don't know if it's because of when it came. When you have anybody who's a sports fan. Or a Jordan fan, and you've been watching no sports for at that point six weeks, and then this comes along. I know for me, like it was every day when I knew it was coming on, whatever day it was, I wasn't recording. I'm gonna make sure I'm, I'm home. I'm watching it. I think, right, bro. Yeah, that was just it was exactly what everyone needed. Being quarantined, being stuck in the house last year, because like you said, that was like all the sports was officially shut down at that time. It was nothing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like five million viewers was, for a documentary is almost unheard of. So I think that it was just came right on time. And then now with it being on Netflix, I mean, I throw that thing on constantly. I watch whatever I get bored. Yeah, because you I always end up catching Netflix. something else. Like, yeah, I like I didn't notice when Seinfeld was in it the one time. I was like, oh, I missed that. Um, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. The whole thing was just perfect time. You know, shout out to the directors, everybody. I thought it was flawless. I didn't have too many complaints. None at all. Um, another highlight, I think, even before we get up out of here, the similarities between Steve Kerr and his dad and then Jordan and his dad, those two stories together were just... Yeah, and to your point, I liked how they kind of did that, like, with the old... They, like, intertwined the old... Going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, like, yeah. that was dope. And, like... Like you said, with the Kurt thing, like, whichever other player they were fer- focusing on, they did, like, a whole episode dedicated to, like, Robin and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Pimp. And, His background was the craziest, but... Yeah, that yeah, was I, awesome. I think they went deep on everybody they should have. Um, I can only hope that 
some camera crew has been following around LeBron for these past couple of years so that we can get another remake any, of Tommy Rose. He's going to call it the last, last dance. To, <laughs> the last dance, too. I mean, it, it'll be better just like Space Jam. It's going to be better than the original. <laughs> yeah. Which hot take? Uh, Space Jam, the original, is a terrible movie. Like <laughs> what? What are you doing, dog? Like, what is wrong with Space Jam? You were have, a kid. Have you, have you, watched, what was have wrong? you watched it recently? Okay, I'm just saying, I have, and I enjoyed it. Nah, you came in, but it's cool. But um, I think the Kobe one that they're talking about that they worked on, that's, that's going to be nice. Yeah, that's going to be fire. But I think that one was just following his entire last season. Um, but even still, I, I mean, I'll take anything as, as far as with Kobe. Um, I think a Tom Brady one would be nice. I mean, you don't think so? The goal of quarterback? <laughs> It wouldn't be? No, yeah, it would be. For the culture of football, it would be. so. But um, another thing about that last dance, I like how they went into the um, the Slim Buller situation and the scandal with the book and the uh, gambling that they get Knicks and all that. Yeah. Like, I knew about the gambling with the Knicks, but I didn't know, like, specifically why it was such a big deal. But he was coming off that uh, trial and all yeah. that stuff. That was dope. But how do you feel about that? Like, do you think a man should be able to do what he wants as far as go gamble, spend whatever you want? Does it matter that it was after a playoff game? The gambling situation, no. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, the Knicks casino situation, that was perfectly fine to me. Yeah. I have no issue with that. The, um, I really don't have an issue with the gambling. The only thing is, you're the face of the league, bro. But here's another thing that I read that made some sense. I think people are thinking about why would he owe all these people this amount of money and, like, why didn't he just pay them? Well, we're so used to right now. Like, if I owe you $20 or $2,000, I can get in my phone, cash app, Venmo, whatever. Right. This is 98. You Is he going to write a check for that? Does he want a paper trail with his name on it? Right, this much right. money and giving it to do? That's how he got in court. <laughs> exactly. So... <laughs> He probably was used to just, okay, I'll, I'll get to the bank, whatever. I'll get that cash out. I'll hand it to you. Nobody would ever know. So. Right, right. And it's one thing. Like, if, you, if you gambling with Mike and he owe you 2000 or he owe you $2 million, like, I would just trust, hey, you got it. You're going to get it to me. And we're not going to get into the connections of what people think happened because of that. I think that's a bit insensitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, you yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go down that road. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm saying it's some fishy stuff. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But still, I mean, to wrap it up, one of the best sports documentaries of all time. And it saved us during the pandemic. Yeah, it really did. It came on right on time for anybody who was missing just that that feeling of sitting down at the same, you know, certain time, catching that event, which is what it became an event. That's it, man. I just wish there was more. They could release all of the unedited footage that I was still watching. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, one more thing, America. I liked how when they were showing the the highlights, they used music specific from that year, from that yeah. time frame. Yeah, that, that made sense to that have the 90s dope. music instead of, you know. But that was pretty dope. That was dope. It, like, kind of, like, added to the nostalgia took you back to that time frame it did everything about it man the Bulls intro the, the shoes the training facility the I mean and then one thing I, I saw this dude had a statue 
outside the stadium and he was still playing. It. <laughs> you know, but I, mean? Nah, I mean, when they thought he retired, though. That still was so fast. Like, he was only going to. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You are right. They that got that should, thing but that just show you how great he was, how much he meant to the city. He still does. Right. Right. But that's it, man. The Last Dance. Easily top five documentary of all time. Came at the perfect timing. Saved us. Saved us, man. So one year removed from quarantine and pandemic. You know, doing much better now. Games are still being played. Right. People in stadiums now. Right. NFL is supposed to be going max capacity coming up for next season. So, get back to normal. 17 games, too. 17 games. College football, they get their whole off season. So, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. Sign it off. Go talk. Tony Burrow. Dub. Holla at us. <laughs>